Hello, good evening, and you're very welcome to the Town End Podcast. It's season three, episode 12. Well, Dundalk made a real tough task of that tonight at Tolka, and to go through that tonight is Gally. So far, how are you, Gally? Uh, fix waiting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's worse when I predict the right score at the start. That is worse. That's the signal part of it tonight. Yeah. So wait for the that stupid league we have going. It's a stupid fucking game, anyway. <laughs> Who likes yeah. it? Who likes it? Kelly, we'll start. We'll start way back at the very start. Um, mm. We had three changes in at the very start on this. So um, Alfie Lewis comes in, Illy Coco comes in, and Tullock starts. Obviously, with Williams being suspended, McCourt, Boyle, Sloggett all injured. These changes were bound to happen. Were we just surprised that after what a good twenty minutes uh, against Derry that Pat didn't start? Yeah, we 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 kind of we said it last week, and we I, I, I keep coming on to this pod and saying, oh, you know, I keep coming on to it like I'm a guest. I keep coming like we keep <laughs> saying, oh, week. he should if he's fit. Yeah, like if he's fit, he should start. And you know. For me, like I said, last, I said the exact same thing, not last week, I missed last week, but the week before, a 50% Pat Hooban is better than 90%, 99% of the strikers in the league. So mm-hmm. I would have thought, and I'm saying it to someone before you uh, on, on just on, on Instagram, I would have thought that if you're going to talk a path away from home, let's get at them early. So let's try and get this game done. You know, let's get Pat Hooban running at them early. Put them on them because Paddy Barrett needs a Pat Hooban on him. Like, you know, yeah. you see Paddy Barrett in a lineup, Pat Hooban's got to be played. Like, it's like running into a wall, but you know, Pat Hooban's a man to deal with him. And I just thought that tonight he could have started, and, and that's not hindsight, that's before the game. Like, yeah, there's nothing worse than seeing Pat Hooban's name on the bench and he's, he's not taken to the field. And especially, it'd be different if you're getting away with results. Like, you know, the draw tonight, we haven't gotten away with it. It's, 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 it's you know, it's, it's poor, but. Yeah, injuries aside, you know, the boys who step into these, and I said this, I keep repeating this, as I go back to the time of Filippo and Vinnie Pear take two, you've got to step up to the players. These boys are training full time. I know you've got a couple of 19s on it, but they're probably the fittest 19s in the league. You know, League of Ireland 19s now of first time. If you go back 10, 15 years ago, they're as fit as full time footballers then. That, yeah. That's the level that's required. When you go down, I know we're missing. What I think the number is probably half a dozen, aren't we? And then one one suspension. Yeah, yeah. You, you know you're 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 struggling when Robbie Benson's got to drop from midfield into left back. Now he can play left back. There's nobody. Robbie can play anywhere, but Robbie can play when everywhere. you've got nobody, yeah, when you've got nobody to come in and play at left back, and you have to drop whatever with the Pat Hoopin situation, we have other strikers, but when you've got nobody to replace the likes of a left back or even when Robbie's come out of midfield tonight. We haven't replaced them either. But without waffling, the likes of Pat Hoop and sitting on the bench, like I would have no hesitation. When you've got five subs to make, I have no hesitation making a sub after 12 minutes. You know, when you're mm. watching that game, and like especially when the, we talked about the penalty later on, but you just knew it, it wasn't going to be the night when you when we missed the penalty. It just was it does, yeah. it didn't have that air. You know, it was going to be tough. A lot of the predictions we got on our Instagram page tonight was a win for Shells. And that just tells you the la- what's happened in the last couple of weeks. You know, I was generous probably going for a two-all draw myself. But I was secretly thinking, look, if they can come out with any kind of draw, we'll be doing all right. But, yeah, look, you, you, look it's just, I, I sometimes it baffles me when you're going for games and you're in a bit of a rut. 
the likes of Pat Hoogan can't be sitting on the bench. I, they, mm. I don't know what his fitness levels are like, but if he's fit enough for the bench, he's got to be starting. He's got to be starting. There, there's no real... Look at You'd prefer to have that in, things. though, get his impact for the hour or something and get him back out again, wouldn't you? Yeah, that, yeah, there's... Yeah. There's... I would have, I would have preferred personally myself. I would have preferred to get him in, get him on, tire those centre halves out early doors, hmm. and then they come out for the second half. And then maybe you know, even if you take him off at half time, hopefully the damage he'd have done all the damage in the first half. Look, we never know now, but um, yeah, for me bringing him on, look, I, I, yeah, it's, it's sometimes it bothers me. And look, maybe it's just frustration because of the result, but he, for me, he starts every like. Like I said about Greg's logger as well, unless he's on crutches, they start. I just don't get it. I just don't. Look, what, who am I to be talking about? Yeah, he's got to start. But then what a start to the match. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we, we win our third penalty of the season. Um, for me, it looked like a, a, a stonewall penalty. I know at half time they were trying to go through it and say maybe there was a, a a touch from Andrew Quinn just before mm. the tackle, but it, it, in a split second, you're a referee and you have to make that decision. It's yeah, it's look, I, yeah, replays yeah. are great for that. But I mean, uh, you cannot blame the referee for you know we could talk about the other one, but I mean for for the one we got, yeah, ninety nine percent of referees will give that. Like that's yeah. you know I don't think there's much argument with it. So what went on afterwards was even crazier. But um, so Shane yeah. Farrell has a moment of madness and decides yeah. to punch Ward. That's I'm like. I don't know how I haven't seen the replay of the punch because I no joke I went out to boil, boil the kettle when the penalty was given and I come back in and we're down to and I was like he hardly got a red card for the tackle I didn't know I didn't know what was happening but I don't know how much contact he's made with Wally but Wally's definitely oh, there, was, there was plenty yeah and like it's right like it's literally under the nose of the referee like well this is the thing stupid. it's so the, the ref gives the penalty he's pretty much standing on the penalty spot and um, Shane Farrell comes over to stand on the penalty spot, not to allow the penalty to happen and to remonstrate at the ref. Wardy comes over to push him out of the way to get yeah. the ball onto the penalty spot. And he decides to smack Wardy on the head right in front yeah. of the referee. And, and it's not like war, it's not like you know, you would have seen players over the years like Achille and Brian, and even Richie Towell would have done it. It's not like he's gone to wind the player up. He's just gone to like, let's get this on, let's get this penalty happening. And He's just absolutely smacked the chops off him for whatever reason. I just it was just such a crazy thing to do. And I actually thought when it was when it was happening after I heard the red card in the car, I thought it was Paddy Barrett that was sent off. I thought oh, Paddy's out of the game. But yeah, yeah, it was just a crazy. I'd, I'd be interested to hear Damien Duff after, but I don't think like it's it's a moment of madness. Like it really is. Like you're giving the ref, there is no decision for the ref to make there. Like it's a very simple, straightforward mm. card. You know, it's you're just you're taking all kind of elements of you know did he didn't he out of it it's just so stupid like yeah yeah like it's not even off the ball it's right in front of him and then i suppose like we're talking about you start pat and you you know you when you get a penalty like that then now you're also thinking right who's gonna actually hit this penalty because pat's not yeah. there and i know you know you could say pat hasn't had you know he's missed the penalty this year already against ucd mm. we've uh tulloch missed the penalty recently but scored the rebound yeah comes into to the same club now as well with another missed penalty three penalties none of them scored galley that's that's a poor yeah, turn I, I actually do you know what until you said it i actually forgot we've missed the last two penalties i completely had yeah. I, I'd erased i know Tullock could score from the rebound but it's still a missed penalty 
I actually thought Alfie Lewis. No penalty scored this year. Yeah, I, I actually thought, I assumed, I thought Alfie Lewis would have taken He's that type of player though. But look, I mean. Wardy? Like, yeah, I mean, that's, these type of players, like even Mali, I, I'd assume these boys, mm. like if you're taking set pieces, you're normally the one that's kind of, you know, standing over, over a pen. Obviously, Hubert's missing, but. Yeah, but you no, know, when, when Robbie stood up, I had no problem with him taking no, it. No, absolutely like not. We'd seen Robbie nobody, like my, I before. said this, like I said this the year we didn't have Robbie Benson when he's at Pats on the ball in midfield. There's nobody better on the ball than Robbie Benson in, in the league. I don't care about Jack Bone. When, when he's on it, there's nobody as good a touch of a ball as Robbie Benson. So I, there was no fear of him taking a penalty. Like, like he's hit it really well, I suppose. Any other, like, no, it wasn't in a corner. But, but yeah, but no, but even like 99% of the goalkeepers would have dived. You know, like if the, if a goalkeeper dives it straight in the middle. But what really annoyed me was he had stood and stood and stood and Benson still went. Still hmm. went right there. Like he'd stood and told him, he was really telling him where to hit it. No, look, it's, we're going to look at it, we're going to look back at it and think it's a shock. Or I, look, it, it's probably a clean strike, but you, yeah, you're right. You, you got to be going when a keeper starts putting his hand up in the air, and this is what he's looking for. You got to be saying, yeah. you got to call his bluff and hit hit the side net. I mean, oh, it's the side net. On I think the inside, it is. Not the we, we get a penalty early in the game. They get a player sent off. Yeah, you go and you score that. They they're never coming back from this. No. I don't think because no. you know it's it's just it's a double blow, isn't it? Yeah, you got that, a player that, down, that, and you're a goal kind of save. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like even. That would have completely taken the wind out of their sails. And then even, even what's even worse again is if you, if you take the flip side of that conversation, Moylan goes down the field later on and doesn't chip Shepard. Yeah. But if he does, Shelburne probably win the game because that would have given them that little bit of more energy. They went in at yeah. half. We were blessed getting to half time. But if he if he chips that in, if, just if, on, a, on a devil's advocate side of that, if he puts if he puts that in. They probably go and win the game, maybe two or three nil. And that's, yeah. and I know it's ten men, and that might be sounding a wee bit mad, but that momentum. I think the penalty miss gave them that little bit of impetus to say because Lisa Fallon had called it. You know, ten men is very difficult to play against. They were taking the taking this time out of the game, taking the um, the kind of buzz out of the game with the ball, and mm. they'd done it to an absolute tee. Damien Duff would be lo- like, well, he, he probably known Damien. He'd probably be well, not known Damien, but known his, his interviews. He'd probably be disappointed he didn't win it, but I mean, a draw yeah. has been down so long for ten men. But we we can't give up. So like when you, when you get an opportunity of a penalty on the run that we're on, and you don't score, it must be it must be very difficult for players to kind of get themselves up, even if they're down to ten men. It must be very difficult, even for even for Shad on the sideline, mm. to get these lads motivated. I don't know what he said. I don't know what you're saying at half time, but I mean. The, the, for me, the big turning point of the game was Moylan's actual the, the miss the, the one that they didn't chip Shepard for. I think if they scored there, that game is over. It's, I, I just think the dog. What about just, Paddy Barrett's goal? <laughs> not soon after the penalty. I, I, yeah, I I know Shep. I, I don't. He doesn't. The only the only reason that's the like, people have different views of me, but he has. I, I as far as I can tell, he's got two hands on the ball. I can't see the other side. Yeah, no, he's I think got he did. two hands on, and that's what's really good. like. He hasn't connected with him, but that's. You know, two hands on the ball, but Paddy's absolutely fuming. I thought he was going to get himself sent off, but it's little things like that that give you that wee advantage in the game. But we just don't, we just didn't take it. We're just not. We didn't take advantage of of Moylan's miss. We didn't take advantage of that. Hmm. You know, like, you know, Tullock is running around you know, all night. He's gone round him. How many times has he gone round him tonight and just yeah. reduced? There's nobody there. You know, there's nobody in the box, nothing. 
So we go and we miss a penalty. They go down the other end and they, we have that Paddy Barrett goal chalked off. But with it, like you just said, with the extra man, even in the first half, just taking the first half, like we still didn't create enough no. chances no. for what we had. Like you're, you're probably looking at the Davis one that was tipped over and and the save from Cairns right at the end of the first half. But that's yeah. really it. And that was a similar pattern we've seen with the Derry match as well. We're just not creating enough um, opportunities. We seem to be happy to pass it from front to middle and go left and right. But there's just we're just missing a bit of penetration somewhere. Yeah. And one thing I did notice from Tullock, in particular in the first half, he was much better in the second half with it. And I wonder, was it something Skip said to him? And Robbie Benson received the ball twice in the first half and they were cagey. They were a little bit rattled. It wasn't too long after the Paddy Barrett um, goal was, was chalked off. And Robbie receives the ball. He moves up the left-hand side and Tullock comes towards him. You can see Robbie team go into the bloody space. Yeah, Like be on the last defender and pull them away. Either I'll take the space or I'll give it into your feet and you run at the defender. But he's coming towards the ball. It's just something he's going to have to work on his game because we see... You know, uh, Dickie Kelly on 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 his day in particular, like he loves a, a slide rule passing, and he's running yeah. onto that, and he knows he, he's going to beat any defender if, if it's a straight run at them. But you know, if you're a winger and you're a tricky winger like he is, don't come to the ball. Let the ball come to you. Use the yeah. space on the pitch. We're a man up on this. You know, we we literally were playing into what Damien Duff would have wanted, and he would have said to them, "We're a man down." Let's just get compact and frustrate. And it completely did that to us. Yeah. They let us pass it back and forth, back and forth. But as soon as we tried to get any sort of penetration, he shut it down as quick as they could. Like I said, the rest of the half was all, you know, tactics to just kill a bit of time and kill any momentum. And it worked per perfectly. But, you know, when we haven't got an out and out right winger, the, the other side, the only winger we really had and, you know, a straightforward winger was Tullock. And I see him coming short for a ball. I'm like, no, no, wide, wide, wide. Yeah. Like we've seen that in the second half then. He was wide. He was sticking in the corner. And it like we were having joy after joy after joy from it. He's unlucky with, with the ball, you know, that comes back after the post we talk about in a second. But, you know, but getting into those areas, there's a lot more from him. And that's what I'd love to see. There's no need for him to come short. That's yeah. a winger and you're a man up. Push, push, push. Push them back. Because... The, the further he's up the pitch, the more space it is. Like we 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 ended up, you know, we were like you just mentioned, we were wondering what we do with this back line, but the sending off kind of fixed that for us. We could go three at the back and free up Robbie Benson a lot more, but we never got fully to utilize that because I don't just don't think we used the space on the pitch well enough in the first half to our advantage. And like I say, KG first half, you could say, but I would say Damien Duff was delighted with it, played right into the way he, he would have wanted that to go. Yeah. Just get in the little half time and, and reassess everything. Yeah. And the, and the thing but about then, the thing about Tulloch, like you were saying there, players like that have got to be played in behind. And Rhino Kane was similar. But if, if you take Tulloch tonight, once he got in behind Andrew Quinn, he was occupying Paddy Barrett. So he was he was occupying two or three, maybe not physically, but the lads were looking at him. They were that exhausted looking at him. It, it should have freed up the likes of a Keith Ward. Alfie Lewis at the start of the game, I thought it was going to work really well. Mali had dropped deep for the ball, yeah, and he was dipping it dipping left and right. But Alfie Lewis was getting forward. Now, when I say that early on, it was really early on, 10, 12 minutes, and then just seemed to revert back to what he's been doing over the last couple of weeks. 
I think Alfie Lewis has got to play up there because if Tullock's, like you rightly say, if Tullock's going in behind, Alfie Lewis or Keith Ward coming steaming onto a ball there is exactly what you're looking for. What Tullock yeah. was doing was occupying, he might, Paddy Ward mightn't have chased him down, but he was definitely occupying his head. Like Paddy was looking around all the time, look, yeah. born the same. They were just really wary of him. And even you'd mentioned, I know we're going, we'd probably talk about it in the second half. There was a corner in the second half. And just to show how Tullock shouldn't be coming short, he came short for a corner on the edge of the box. And he must have took 47 touches out of it. It's like he didn't know what to do with it because he's a winger. It was like he just didn't know what to be at with it. It just needed somebody to deliver it in. Yeah. And that's a perfect example of this man needs to get in behind defenders all the time because he is pure speed and we just didn't utilise that at all. I seen somebody had mentioned Tullock and Davis. I thought Archie Davis probably played his best game of the season tonight. I know I, I found him early doors, but I thought he had a really good game tonight. But um, yeah, it, we just didn't seem to... It's not that we were out of ideas. It's it's just... Yeah, it's, it's probably... It probably some, we, we probably didn't use that extra man, but Shelburne were excellent. I mean, Shelburne were mm. really... That's as good as they'll get. Very well disciplined. Oh, yeah. really? Like, Duff will be delighted with that. And that's probably what they've been trained like no matter what the lineup is for the dog to play to have an extra man like it like if you jumped into that game and not known as a red card you would never you wouldn't be counting the players you would never no, be playing against them no. and that's the worrying thing for us and it doesn't help we keep saying it it doesn't help the run that we're in because everything that they do or that they don't do is now magnified and we're scrutinizing it more because we can't get these results over the line and it's just another for frustrating night is probably the way of putting it it's really you know, yeah, you come away from you come away with a win. You've got your one-one result, Chris, for our little top of the table. You know, that's 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 the most disappointing thing about tonight. But um, it's uh, it's just such it's so frustrating to go up and the, and like the pitch the, the pitch looked like it was it was there for us to play on. You know, that was a really mm. good setup tonight. Really good pitch. You know, we looked really well played. But like even a simple passes the way like Alfie Lewis tonight. I don't know how many passes he had tonight. He might have hit five of them. You know, like yeah. early on, I thought this is going to be great. He's going to play. He's playing higher up the pitch himself and Ward, Mali and deep. It's going to be this is the way because I said this a couple of weeks. I think that that could be a way of going later on because when he was at Pat, he did play higher up the field. Yeah. But I just thought, no, I just never. And I don't. I still, I still worry about using John Martin. You know, he's a great option to have, but I don't know. Like I'd like to see the stats. I don't know how many touches of a ball he had tonight or how much impact, but. It just doesn't seem to work. It just doesn't mm. seem to work. I I, I don't Wait, believe. I, I just don't think it works as no as, as a, a a focal point in yeah. the attack. Yeah, I think he's better. Like we've seen him arrive late into the box for headers and stuff like that before. I think yeah. that's probably you know more of a strength from him coming in coming in off a wing and and finishing like that. Or yeah. like we've seen him aerial duels when. Probably you know defenses are stretched a little bit, and he's come on as a substitute, and he's he's had a massive impact for us. But from starting, I, I and and in saying that, for John Martin, I, in his defence, we are comparing him to Pat Hubert, of course, which is absolutely. unfair as well. Yeah, of course, yeah, I, I think that's that's the other that's the other the, side the, of the it. player. The player that was probably needed tonight was standing up in the gantry, Dave McMillan. I mean, I said this a couple of weeks ago, like, but Dave McMillan plays tonight. That's going to say I, was, I wasn't working tonight. What that's, you the, that's the payoff <laughs> game. That's the payoff a game for him. Or that type of footballer, you know, that type of player, yeah. Tullock down the line, getting the ball in, and it was just, you know, somebody on the end. Look, 
Yeah, look, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm more annoyed on behalf of John Warner because he look, I would be a big fan of him. Like we, we, we and I, I, I think I'm annoyed as well because he's been given these chances yes, and it just yes. hasn't worked out. And we've seen yeah. him come on as an impact and he's done really, really well. Yeah. And you're kind of thinking, oh, you know, could you start him? And unfortunately, it just hasn't worked out because one thing or another, we've had so many other injuries around that he probably hasn't played up front with the strongest 10 behind him. Then, yeah. So it's, it's it's unfair, but it's it's, look... It's another frustrating night for I'm him. Just read that stat there. Was that the right stat from Shane Kale? That is a mental stat. Well, I was literally going to get in. So we're into the second half, and we go out with the same team for the second half. Galley at nil nil. Should we have made some changes because we're only what five ten minutes into the second half, and and Ryan O'Kane comes on to try to get a bit of width in. Yeah. Uh, Ryan over to the right again, and uh, we've seen that a few times. Probably not his strongest position, and um, but he does. At least he is hugging the touchline and, and, and stretching it. And we, did, we did get a bit of that from him. Straight after that, it's it's your moment. Then the Maddie Smith one-on-one, that goes in. Like we're, for all the possession and everything else we have, that goes in, like you say, and it's, you know, <laughs> we're, we, we're, and they could, you I, could easily have said that Shell probably deserved to go ahead at that stage before the penalty. And that's and why Shell, that's why containing they it, were staying in the game. Yeah. That's what they'll be absolutely kicking themselves because they probably had. I know we've hit the post and we Archie Davis laid on striking. We've obviously scored, but they, they are chances. They probably had as good, if not better, than the chance that we've had. And they'll be they'll be disappointed. You know they'll be delighted to get out of it at a ten man game with a draw, a score draw in particular. But you know when they've had the lead, they probably could have been two 0 up. Um, yeah. They'll be, they'll be definitely disappointed over because it, it never looked like for one second that we, we had an extra man. We never we just never made it. It's not that we made it easy for them. They just they just made it very difficult for us. I mean, there's no getting away. But they were absolutely top class. I mean, the four at the back. I mean, Andrew Quinn. I, I don't know where he normally. Like, I I seen him play in Oriel Park a couple of years where he played a CDM role. It was actually himself and Flores playing. It was Flores mm. first game. Flores was had a shock. Oh, I was like, where did this one come from? But Andrew he Quinn played on the right once or twice from us with yeah, injuries as well. I, so I'm surprised he was even playing right full tonight, but. A really like you know they had a really solid game. I know Tullock's running right at ragged, but Tullock will do that to most right backs in the league. Hmm. But yeah, look at those chances. You know, Manny Smith's hail is incredible. They said in the chat, it's, it's twelve. That's a twelfth man he has there. That boy, that's strip line that hail. Somebody put a bit of gel in him. But he had a really guilt dead chat. Really, really, they'll kick themselves over little things like that. But that's what like we're not getting those chances. You know no, I mean? like, well, like look at their the ball into the box. Yeah, like the key, like uh, Leahy's or not Leahy's come in with a ball there for Maddie Smith. We're not creating those chances. Tullock's no. running down, but there's nobody there, nobody coming in. We're not drilling the ball in. Like you know, I'm probably going off topic here, but even like Archie Davis's cross. How much air was he getting under them crosses? It was just. <laughs> Don't worry, I, I have that marked in. <laughs> just frightening. Yeah, it just yeah, so. But but it's it gives defenses like you know you don't want to be hanging a ball up in the air no when you're Paddy no, Barrett no. in the yeah, defense just yeah no Paddy Barrett so between can't be at that. between Conan Kearns and Paddy Barrett that is bread and butter for them lads yeah. Yeah. balls quick balls on the on the floor in behind them that that's not their strong point you know we've seen yeah. it plenty of times when 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 Paddy was was at Oriel Park when when Paddy has to backpedal. And there's a pacey player in behind him. You know, we've seen him give away silly fouls and stuff. About but if you're going to hang up balls and allow him to challenge in the air, he's going to love that all yeah, day. That, that's exactly like, that's that's Paddy Barrett's game. We saw it uh, late in the second half. Like 
that is a bread and butter to that flight. Like, you, you just can't play. You've got to drill them across because we said it before. I remember talking about Paddy and we were talking about Dan Cleary and Sam Bone over the years. They have that little bit of an erratic streak in them and mm-hmm. they need the ball to zip across their feet because they will, you know, if you, if you get it into it, they will make a mistake. But anything yeah. in the air, forget it. For, like, that's why Pat Hoobin tonight really went up against them and gave him a game. But, you know, John, unfortunately, John just wasn't there. Keith, you know, Keith Walters put a job anybody. Tullock, tall enough, but again, not getting into the box quick enough for the, for the cross to, to create anything. And, yeah, the Paddy and, and, and the, the keeper in particular just had, you know, I don't want to give, I wouldn't be giving man of the match away to an away player, but, I mean, he was like, he had a cracking game. Really, really, that's the first time I really watched him play. Really solid. But, again, mm-hmm. bread and butter stuff, coming out, taking anybody in its wake. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, um, you can't give up chances like that. No, definitely not. Um, just there's a few people coming in with their man of the match um, nominations tonight, so just just keep that coming, and we will pick our Tony's Pizzeria man of the match competition later on. Their penalty galley very soft, if you ask me. Um, like Tullock comes across the player, the player backs into him, and then throws himself down on the ground. But come here, if you're down to ten men, you're you've done this for nearly an hour. You know you're going to just absolutely do whatever it takes and make let the rever let the referee make a decision on this yeah and it looked to me like a real soft one like Tullock was kicking himself over it because but no if it was any other end Tullock probably would have done the exact same also <laughs> but it um it's 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 very very soft and soon as soon as they won that I went oh no this is yeah this is definitely it. going in this is the nightmare scenario for us they've already been bedded in for nearly an hour They've got the pace of this game down to an absolute snail's pace, and now they have a penalty and a chance to go one nil up. This is into the hands of Damien Duff, isn't it? And that gives them that gives them that second wind of snail's pace because they are thinking, right, we're going to go one. Like there was no doubt in my mind they're going to score there. I don't think anybody was a doubt in the in, no. the, in the talk park that they weren't. But like there was, it was nailed on. There's nothing sure all season that they're going to score that penalty, and it was a really well struck penalty. But it's soft. As soft could be like I just, but at the same time, like you were saying, you don't give when you get that close to a player. Like the replay shows, really obvious that it's not. But yeah. when you get that close to a player in real time, you can't give, you can't allow a referee to have to make a decision like that. Like, and the thing was, I, I don't remember the build up just in the run, but he's going away. He's, he's going out of the box, not out of the box, but he's going away the other way. So he didn't. He was going away from goal. Yeah, right, nine, yeah, nine times out of ten. Probably going towards more the corner flag. Yeah, that's it. When somebody steps across you, nine times out of ten in the box, and they go down. With the, without the, with the exception of VAR, it's going to it's going to be a penalty. Like the, the ref's going to give us. Yeah, we can argue with referees, but I mean, all refs in the league will probably give a penalty there. I know from the telly, I didn't think. I think it was very soft. Um, it's look. Do you get it? Do you get it early in the first half? Probably not. I mean, if that if that's yeah. the other way around, and that's our time yeah. for for that, it, it's probably not given. Um, but once you gave all one, you know, you're kind of it, it's in you're in two minds there. But I, it's very very soft for me. Very very soft. I didn't. But then again, Tullock's not that. If Leahy's going against him, does Leahy do it? Leahy probably mm. fancy himself. Maybe you know, Tullock's not I that defensive minded. Maybe. So yeah, anyone. Mm. Tullock definitely is the pace if, if the ball gets by him, but he's pro- he's not defence minded. So you know whether you're looking at Robbie Benson or, or Daryl Lee comes in and would do the same thing. I don't know, but then again, do the same thing. He hasn't touched him. You know, you manage to step across him, and he's just, he's just done exactly what he's done exactly what 
any Dundalk player, we would want any Dundalk player to do in that situation. Get your penalty and look, it was never in doubt. Never in doubt. Great penalty. There was no Does doubt. Does it say that? No, but, but maybe we're a touch soft. Like we, like I don't like teams doing it, but you know, we didn't surround the referee to make him think about it or anything. Like it was yeah, just like think, what was yeah, given we, against us. Our heads it went was, down. It was the opposite away. of the shells one. Yeah, shells had hounded him. After he gave it, like or yeah. after he gave an hour, shells had hounded him. We didn't. We just kind of said, yeah, look, that's. It was like. Yeah. Sure, that's our luck. Yeah, that's you know. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's what I felt about it. Yeah, we're trying to get back in the game, and in our, in our group during it, I was calling for for Huben to come in. He gets his chance then, um, on the seventy minute mark, and um, but it's Connor Malley comes off. You like we we've yeah. talked about, you know, different combinations in the middle there, and and uh, between him and Alfie Lewis, I thought. Connor Malley was was playing the better. His distribution was was better yeah. as well. He seemed to be having a better match. Was it a strange one he took him off? It doesn't seem to be the only ones to think that there. And um, you know, Daisy McEnany there with the with the same sort of thing. He he wondered was it the right call as well? Yeah, no, I I'd agree. I, I, it's yeah, I would agree with everything there. I, I now over the last couple of weeks, Malley hasn't been great, and it it wasn't fantastic tonight either, but. I do think... But he was probably better of the two central. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I, I found it really... I mean, what... Skip's probably thinking, you know, Alfie Lewis, he had Alfie Lewis at Pats, he knows what he can get out of him, but the problem is Alfie Lewis hasn't really been... He hasn't hit the ground running at all this season. No. Um, you know, he's probably playing as many... We have seen him come on better as a substitute. Absolutely, yeah. And he, he, In fairness to him, he's playing that role because Paul Doyle's not there. You know, yeah. Paul Doyle would normally have that role sewn up. Um, and you almost forget Paul Doyle plays for us. You know, you're, you're mm, last it's great to see him back tonight. Like, yeah. Oh, fantastic! Uh, but hopefully, that's the start of players getting back in. But yeah, Mali going off. I, not that I don't want to be calling anybody, but definitely for me on tonight's game, I think it's the wrong call. I, I, I found it really strange. I thought he might have an injury. I thought he might be a, be a bit of a niggle, and that was the problem. But for for the substitution, and like it'd be different was the last ten minutes. Mm. You know, I, I just found it was. Not an odd decision. Like you want to, you know, kind of change it up a little bit. But for, for me, Lewis would have been the one to come off. I just felt Lewis played a lot of minutes over the last couple of weeks, and I just thought, yeah, yeah I just thought Mali could have dropped in there, and you could have let someone else free a little bit. And I, I would have liked to see Ryan O'Kane even in the centre. I know he's come on to play the wing, but you know, just to give it a little bit of well, something. There was nothing really going. The only thing with Mali is I just think Mali has a good range of passing and. Yeah. and Really, like in the second half, players who who probably stepped up for me. Tullock had a much better second half than he did first half. Yeah, Wardy got that energy going, and you could see him. He wanted to be everywhere. Wardy, he wanted to to be that driving force behind us. Probably like yeah. we seen in the second half of the Derry match where Wardy really took off. It was vintage Wardy um, back then, and I think Wardy was nearly getting frustrated that other people, other players, didn't seem to raise their game like that. To get in, um, and 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 I just wonder if if you get the energy of Wardy and then the range of passing from Maddie, might that have worked out better? You know, it, 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 after the substitution when Hooven comes on, it it still takes us what a good five minutes really for the next big chance to come. It, it's not instantaneous, and of course that's Robbie Benson's one off the post, yeah. which. I thought had gone in. Oh, I, was then I thought that yeah. you know Tullock's chance straight after had gone in then as well. Tullock also missed the chance like that. Was it Derry match as well? Just yeah. the same sort of coming in late on the ball uh, when it's bouncing around and just puts it the wrong side of the post. 
there are other chances like that, Gally, that on a night like that, you, when when they see Huben come on, if we score that, that gives us, you know, what, 15 minutes to get back in on the into the game for looking for a winner. There's plenty of time. Yeah, and again, like like you said, Huben coming on, it should scare the life out of them. I mean, mm. obviously, yeah, you would prefer them to start, but the, the fact that we're still in the game, you know, Huben coming on, like even when, when we when we equalised, I thought I, I even put out a tweet. I don't tweet too much during the game, but I, I said we're going to win this. I said right, more than call because I just thought right with the players we have on now, with the exception of maybe Mali, I thought right, we, they're, they're going to go for this. And look, we've hit the post late on, and you know Archie Davis has come down the wing very late on, and the referee's just blowing the whistle after. But there's a bit of a, I think there's there's an argument for a free kick there just at the very last kick of the ball. But yeah, um, yeah, I just I just felt that there was that little buzz about like when Pat Hoover comes onto the field. Everybody's got to get a lift, and the idea of Pat Hoopen coming on is that the, the defenders, the centre half, should be absolutely mentally fatigued after that game. And what you mm. don't want to see is the number nine coming across the field. And of course. I don't know whether they, they felt that tonight. One or two, it's kind of scoff. Of change a head up pretty much from the little bit of a head up, very very mm. faint touch. But if he's probably another yard ahead of himself, you know, it probably hits the target. It just drifts a little bit wide. But that's the difference, you know, without. Those little cross, those little half chances, we weren't getting them. There was nobody on the end of them early on in the, in the first half or even middle of the second half. So Pat comes straight on and got stuck into the game. And it's given the lads a bit of a run. But again, like you said, Wardy, let's go and see Wardy start matches. But mm. towards the end of the game, that's what Mali, I think, would have come in. The, I think yeah. if they had a left Mali on, you probably would have been taking Wardy off. You know, like, you know, to, to bring like Mali for me, when we need, when. Not the cliche, but when the goal got tough there, I think Mali's a better player. Hmm. But the problem is that I think Stephen has seen, or Stephen O'Donnell has seen, because he's at Alfie at Pats, yeah. he knows what he can do. And last like, year, like, like in... yeah, like, but like I said, he's just not producing it. And hmm. I don't know whether you can risk that again. Like, if that happened next week, you know, Lewis has got to come off. Mali, Mali, you've got to let Mali dictate the player for, you know, for the last whatever it is, 12 minutes. Yeah. But I just think that, yeah. Look, it's it's it's, it's well. The like Benson chance take is the big. Stat, the Benson chance is big. Yeah. that hits the post. Tullock missed, and then Tullock has his own one. Only what two, three minutes later, Karen okay. saves at his near post. It's like there's two big chances when the space is three minutes, and this is still before Tullock's equalizer. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we're talking about impact and taking these opportunities when we finally did turn the screw i think you know the gaps were there but i think it just took the likes of tullock being further up the pitch wardy getting on the ball and and you know really driving pulling running at players running across the pitch to, to open up the pitch i think that started to, to finally do it and it was just it was a shame like we're talking about 75th minute 78th minute here we should have been doing this you know yeah 45th minute you know yeah. start the second half this is exactly how we should have been playing we should have been starting to pull and starting to stretch them straight away and it, you know you, you you take those big big chances you know we're talking we've hit a post we've um put one wide after that and then Tullock gets one saved we have another one from i think it was archie davis just just fizz wise i i thought was in as well you know we're big big chances that just they're not going for us right now yeah. Whereas bad luck or something else, but you gotta take them. And don't get yeah, me wrong, look took his took his goal well when it did arrive. But we got it, we gotta 
be more ruthless in a game like tonight where they're bedding themselves in. If we get big, big chances like that, we've got to take them. Yeah, and, you, and you've got to also use their missed chances as mm. motivation as well. You, you've got to say, right, well, right, we've given them enough now. We can't give them any more. They've, they've, missed, they've missed the chip early in the, in the second half. We've missed the penalty. You know, that, that second half, like you said, this should have been added from the world goal. And it's not that they weren't added. I, I still... Look, they weren't great coming out of the second half, but Shelburne at the same time didn't allow them to play. And that's, you know, I, I don't want to be thinking that, you know, we should have steamrolled. We really should have. We don't write it because Shelburne played yeah. really well. But we've got to think of something else. We've got to think of a more direct type of play. Like, I was talking to my father, he, he's, he, he says it since Kenny was there. They played, sometimes they played too much football. You know, sometimes mm. it just calls, let's get the ball down and send it into the box and see what happens. Eventually, somebody's going to get on to the end of something. It's not great to watch, but when no. you're down where we are, like I think, what are we seven to eight now at the minute? 13 points. You're six, nine, I think, is it? Yes. Well, six, I'm being generous. Um, but it's, you know, plan B, plan C, plan, it's got to come out. Like you had mentioned earlier on about Tullock not getting in behind. That There's nothing wrong with Tullock, you know, definitely up there for man of the match. But the problem mm-hmm. was there's nobody in the box. There's no, there's no, there's nowhere, there's no outlet for him. He can't, like he's passable, there's nobody there. So you got to think. Is that, is that not how his goal comes about, though? Like he cuts in and, and he tries to open his body probably, up to see if there's a pass and he just realizes yeah. there's nothing on and there's what, one, two, three players. He got completely in front sick. of Conor Cairns. He knows if, yeah. he, if he bends the ball around, he can't see it yeah. till late again. So he might as well have a go. Yeah, that's it. And he's, he's probably he's probably locked up and said, right, I'm not doing this again. I need to take this on. Because he, he probably didn't take on enough. And he, in fairness to him, he probably doesn't take on enough shots in general mm. um, for, for, the, for the amount of time that he gets on the ball. And Ryan O'Kane will probably be guilty of that as well during last season. But it's... it's like we, we, can, we can take heart from the fact that when... when I, I honestly think when, when Tullock's playing and Ryan O'Kane can play... On, on the right-hand side as well. I know we're getting a wee bit off topic here, but they, they need to find a way of utilising those two at the same time because they haven't done that yet. We haven't. We, no. we can't seem to get... I thought last week uh, when we were Oriel Park, I thought, right, we're going to get to see these two boys down the wing at the same time. And it just never happened. They just never... Ryan O'Kane never got into the game. And But mm. if that's going to work, we, we, they shouldn't be playing for each other. They should be able to play it on the same 11 at the same time. I know Dan Kelly's got to come back in as well, but little things like that we have to get right because... Like we're going to be cut adrift here very quickly. Like if you know if you've got Paul Doyle coming back and you've yeah. like like even if you go back to the stat, I think it was was it Shane K or but Ellie Coco nine touches of a ball. Yeah, fine like for a player in his role is absolutely like I if I played tonight, I think I might have got nine touches of a ball. Do you know like that's incredible. I didn't like I knew he didn't have a he wasn't at the races, but I think it was that bad. Yeah, mm. uh, I have to get James. We have to get James Rogers to verify that. But that's. Uh, like that that just sums it up. Everything was down the wing, nothing coming into midfield. Like a midfield like at nine touches of a ball. I think so. I think the, the sad thing is there though, with it with a sending off, you'd like to think someone, you know, like Johannes there could get yeah. on the ball yeah. and would want to try to dribble with it, try to create the space. Like we see it's the perfect time for a player like we, that, a playmaker midfield. And unfortunately, the, the way the game panned out tonight, you were calling for a Greg Slogger. Because yeah. we've just said sometimes Greg gets on the ball and and he looks up and he's like, ah, do you know what? I'm going to drive with this. And when he drives with the ball, it brings the rest of the guys with him, and he just breaks one or two tackles, and that you know can be the catalyst for us to kick on. And I think that's what was missing. Like you said, 
I felt in the last 10, 15 minutes, when Wardy started to do that, we actually started taking over. And suddenly we, you know, there's there's space there for Benson. We obviously um, get get Tullock's goal. He has big chances before that then as well. We start creating it when we actually drive at them yeah. because they're also thinking, well, the players are, you know, we've already have a player sent off here already. We can't afford a second. So do, I'll just let this player go past me sometimes and, you know, try to redirect them away from goal or, you know, to a safer area. And we just didn't do that enough tonight. When we did it and we done it late in the game when, when their legs were getting tired, but I just we just didn't do it often enough for me tonight. No, and, and, and even tired legs, like they had, they had put themselves in perfect positions that many times during the game. They knew where to be, regardless of tiredness, because mm-hmm. we'd done it all game and we couldn't penetrate them at all. They just knew what to be at. It was, it was, it's all up in their head. And like yeah. it played right, we they, we played right into their hands, and that's the frustrating thing. Like, like well, you forget we've come away with a one-one draw tonight. Like yeah, that's, you know, but and but it just so... reminds me, though, Gally, of of you know last week, um, when myself and Niall Newbury were here, it's kind of of a similar tone. We've come out with a draw, but it feels like a defeat somewhat yeah. because yeah. there was a chance many, for us yeah. to win it with the penalty that wasn't given. And here's this here it's it's different, but it's it's similar vibe in a sense that we've come away with a draw. You you know, from Skip's point of view, he's probably thinking it's two games. We've come out undefeated. We scored three goals. You know, there's there's positives to take from this as well. Mm. Tullock's now got four this year. You know, really emerging into a good player. But at the same time, there's two games that we had opportunities to win and we didn't take them. Yeah. We, you know, you you were talking about you know about the Stephen County era. We during that era, we we were ruthless, yeah. <laughs> and, and and we put teams to bed or we hung in there long enough that eventually we just wore teams down and we got you know 95th minute winners and stuff like that and and, and teams knew that you had to go we, you don't stop at the 90th minute mm-hmm. with Dundalk you had to keep going all the way through I know you could say look we've got big chances tonight we should have had a penalty against Derry we could be looking at potential six points but we're not yeah. We're only looking at two points, and it's four points dropped from those two games, and that's the dis- disappointing thing. In a game, you know, we're going to show the, the the league table now later on. In a league that's so congested, yeah, every point counts right now because there's nothing given. You know, we're, we're we only just finished the first round of games there recently. We're, we're only just two games into the second round on this. It's just about chalking up points, isn't it? Yeah, that's keep yourself in there, and you never know what will happen because somebody will go on a good run. Somebody will, you know, like I I suppose you even look at at Pat's the start of the year, terrible start, couldn't couldn't win anything right up to tonight. You know, in their past last five games, I think they had four wins and a draw. You know, so yeah, yeah, sometimes you just you need to hang in there and, and, and build something and, and go from it. We started, you know, not well, UCD game, you'd say, was it was a touch poor. Then we, we got the two results. We're thinking, okay, we got something here. Then that run of defeats really has knocked a bit of confidence out of this team. And I think that's what's missing yeah. is a bit of confidence in this team and perhaps one or two players, whether these are the new guys or just just the fact that maybe it's taken a wee while to bed in <clears throat> but there's a like a 
it's like people are scared just to step up, just to have that little bit of courage to say, well, hang on, lads, I'm, you know, I'm better than what, what we're currently producing here. Give me the ball here. I think I can, I can really mm. change something in this game. And, and just like we've seen it with, with I, th- I think last year when we've seen the likes of Stephen Bradley come in and, you know, everything just went in from it at the start. Yeah. There became a fear factor around Dundalk very, very quickly. And then, you know, you could say teams caught on to, to, to Bradley and, you know, his, his, his scoring record fell off. But then it, it, goals started coming from elsewhere in the team. And, and, you know, we didn't have these big injuries. So between injuries and big, big players missing, like we, we you know, like we were talking at the start, you know, Boyle, sluggish, missing out of that team. Pat Hoobin only to come off the bench. Paul Doyle, who's been playing so well, only coming off the bench. Rhino Kane, who, who, who had been playing so well yeah. right up to this season. We just we just can't get going. We just cannot get going. And then it comes to a game like we've seen over the past two, where we've presented with opportunities to win the game, and we just don't seem to be able to find a way to win. Yeah, and, and that has to be frustrating for Scott. Yeah, and, and the, he's probably looking going. I changed formations. I changed teams. I've you know put people in, and I've I've had to ask people to fill in, like Robbie Benson. Filling in, 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 like I say, in an orthodox position tonight, but he'll do it no problem. Skip's just probably dying for a time just to have a fully fit squad to just go and have his best chance to win a match. And he's just like, we're not getting that luck. But at the same time, you've got to make your own luck. That's and it. I think yeah. we've got to look for other players just to step up. Yeah. And like, it's not like you've brought in, like, even if we, we talk about Robbie Benson playing left back, it's not like they've brought in random people. You know, like right lads, go in and do a job. You know, kind of fill a gap. You know, these lads have been training all. So you know what? They might not play as many minutes, but you know, like we even you were talking there about like you know the 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 league is even that congested. These lads need to step in now because what's happened this season that probably hasn't happened for a couple of seasons. You've got a team like Bohemians, yeah, who have jumped. Like if you said at the start of the season, you're probably talking Shamrock Rovers, Derry. We are probably cheeky enough to think us. St. Pat's and then maybe Shell's Bulls. But now you've got Bulls at the top. So that creates this domino effect of somebody's in the wrong spot. And unfortunately, yeah. it's us. And yeah. if you're not going to pick up points, you're going to stay there. You've got this Tetris effect of they're just hammering the life out of you because Bulls have gone in and unexpectedly sat at the top. They've displaced the likes of Rovers. So Rovers and Derry are further down than you think. Pats are further mm-hmm. down than you think. And well, way down. And that's, yeah. if you can't keep up with the likes of Bulls, you know. Like we thought Declan Devine got the job, they were like, Oh, well, it's you know, he might get it for a year, look, best luck. But he's done on, on they've won again tonight, he's done an unbelievable job. And it's just coincided with us not producing what we're meant to produce, what we're trained for, what these boys were brought in for. And it looks, I was going to say it looks 10 times worse than it is. It's actually not, it, it really doesn't. It's as bad as it is, it's as bad as it should be. Because when you get a team like that, you know upsetting the odds probably somebody's got to fall down the ladder and it's us and you know we're in a real i won't say we're in a battle but i mean we're now like you had said we're now into the second round of games we we know what we're dealing with unfortunately steven just can't get it's not that he can't get his best out he hasn't had them for a couple of weeks but every team in the league is going okay Derry with a couple of injuries but when it comes to injuries and right nobody's probably suffered as much as us no not that we can talk about the reasons for that you know, well documented last week, pitch, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of it, that's what a squad's for. And, and, you know, this is what's, you're going to get hammered on the players you sign. And, you know, if these lads aren't stepping up, I, 
like I don't think we're we're not a world away from it. You know, it's not like we've been mm. absolutely pummeled. Like Rovers no. gave us a hell of a beat in a couple of weeks. So ago. we're we're talking about difference of turning draws into wins, though. Yeah, and that and that we're just we're not that far, and it's just. You know, we can talk about individuals. Pat Hoobin till the cows go home needs to be playing, and you know you're missing him. You're miss- it's like it's like way up playing with ten. But these lads need to look at the game tonight. Say, look at we need to improve a little in the middle of the park. They've got to be better. Like Tullock can only do so much out right. You know, Archie Davis has done great. Marauder and Devon right back, but the, the, like you know, the stat from Millie Coke was frightening. That's probably going to be the highlight of the night for me. I can't believe that. That's a that's an absolutely atrocious stat. Like the, Nathan Shepherds have more touches the ball than that. <laughs> um, but you know when you when you're when you're under the caution when you're under that bit of pressure, players have to step up. And at the minute, they, they're not stepping up. The tonight they did do better. In fairness, there was one or two that, that were that were excellent. But Shelburne, we have to give all the credit to Shelburne here. They, they, they've come out with ten men and they've they haven't given us a sniff. And any chances we did get, the you know the, the ones they've missed should have played into our hands. We should have took advantage of it. And then when we did get them, we didn't take them. And you know that that's what happens when your luck is there. When you when you're on a bad run like that, these are games that you're not going to get. You're not yeah. going to get anything out of, and it's just going to look ten times worse than it is on the result of the night. It's a one-all draw. You probably the funny thing is you probably would have took a one-all draw before the game started. I would have took it at the start. The game you think of the early sending off and and the Absolutely. extra man advantage through it and the penalty. You know, you, yeah. And that's where that's where the possession we had tonight. That's where your bows, your rovers, um, your Derry cities would take advantage. You could earn ten men against any of them they will absolutely hammer you yeah and that's the difference that's the difference yeah um well i suppose look, we, we'll, we'll come to our man in a match competition and um, now to be fair the majority of people are probably only gone one way what are two names outside of what you'd think i mean who impressed you tonight and i presume you know with Tullock getting the goal haven't probably created the best chances and stuff like yeah. that won the penalty initially it's probably one of his better performances in particular in the second half and um, but who stood out for you tonight yeah i mean the obvious one is Tullock. i mean i think that's it goes with a chain i thought he's i actually thought archie davis was really really good i thought like you no know, look at these some of his crosses are a bit airborne is probably the best way of putting it but i think is is his energy is is up you know he's a proper I didn't rate him at all. I thought Muller is definitely a better right back, but tonight I thought he was very good. Somebody, there was a shout from actually Keith Ward there. I thought Keith Ward probably went under the yeah. radar a little bit. I think if Mali, if Mali stays on, you know, I think he got, he might have even changed the game later on, but there's only, like, there's very select, I mean, in order you're talking Wardy Davis, for me anyway, Tullock, I, I don't see anybody past him. I think he, he was a torn, and Andrew Quinn had a nightmare, not a nightmare, he, he had a good game, but Tullock mm. ran him ragged tonight. Um, we probably just didn't utilize his, his ability enough because like you you did rightly said earlier on he was getting in behind players long yeah, balls all that's the time. when he's that's all we had to do and he was cutting in and there was nobody there and it's frightening to think like you know we did think darren mean might have commented i don't know if darren mean or mean but we talked about that assist like his assist would be so much higher if there was somebody on the end of the ball it's, it's it's frightening that we couldn't utilize that pace and that ability that he has to cut inside and Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think, yeah, it, for me, it's man of the match. I, you know, p- apart from the Shell's goalkeeper, which I don't think, I think we've given away a, a man of the match once before as a way yeah. way player. We're not doing that again, but Tullock, yeah. I, I think that was the 5 0 defeat, though. That's yeah, yeah. Honorable <laughs> mention for Archie Davis. Uh, yeah. No, uh, Ray and Tullock for me, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, look, I'd be kind of of the same 
the same milk on this then as well. Um, that you know, I, I I think that's in particular Tulloch really stepped up second half. I'd yeah. like to see him a little more ruthless at times then as well. Um, for it, but yeah, no, look, he's 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 definitely in in the ballpark for a level of performance that you'd, you'd like him to be able to be consistent with um, going forward. Uh, of course, we we do draw it an X and, you know, they don't like tackling him. So that's that's a good omen um, as well. So I suppose when we, we look for our um, Tony's uh, Pizzeria Man in a Match competition. It'll be a, it'll be a busy look. It'll be a busy look. Yeah, yeah, look, it's there, there's, there's, there's most of them tonight. It's all... Um, it's all for Tullock. There is Wardy, like I said. Um, Shane Kerr had mentioned Tullock and Davis tonight. Um, both those players. Um, look, we, we at random there. We just picked Johnny there. I think um, for for a man in a match. So congratulations, Johnny. You are a winner of our Tony's Pizzeria uh, fifteen inch pizza man in a match competition. So congratulations to you. Get on to Vinny there, and um, you can have a pizza this week. Has to be within the week. So before the drugs match, if you can, um, we can sort that. Gally, I, just Frank just... I just see Frank Cowan's message there. Frank, don't be coming on here with all the sense, okay? Don't be talking. <laughs> don't be talking sense with the bookings, okay? We don't buy that. Booking, worry about bookings later on. Um, we, we have another week now, right away up to looking at the next loud derby. Um, the first one in Oriel Park. They'll probably be looking for revenge over the way they, and they'll fancy they it. They'll fancy it as well. in Weavers Park. Yeah, look, I, from from our own point of view, it, it's so far out. You know, even when when we put the podcast, the audio version out now, you know, and um, Spotify allowed you to do a poll on it, and I stuck in, "Do you start Pat Hoobin tonight?" And it was like one hundred percent, yes, you start Pat Hoobin. He doesn't start, so it's very hard this early to be calling a team and a lineup for for that. But we've got to go strong on this because we've seen times that, you know, draw to dig in and, and that, that have picked us off in Oriel Park before. So, you know, you don't want to repeat it that. We've been very lucky twice, I think, when we played them last year. They were hit with bad injuries and suspensions as well. They, they could come strong at us. Like Skip's point of view, you don't want to be looking at another draw here. You've got to start turning these into three points. Is the pressure on us? hundred percent, hundred percent. Like all the price for the next probably. I mean, you know, UCD. I think after that, so the next two or three minutes, pressures on like pressures everywhere. It's 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 on them all, all players. But for the next couple of weeks, absolutely. I mean, it it could be it, it's probably the perfect game in a way. Low Derby, mm. Oriel Park, um, especially what happened the last time. It's it's a question now. Do they go? Big or go, you know, go home. It's, it's, you know, does Pat, Pat Hooten's got to start, got to start. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know whether Paul Doyle, what his match fitness is like. Um, you know, we don't know who's who's ready to come back in. We've seen Greg walking the other night, but you know, he's just going over right now, as bad as top. But regardless of him even starting, Pat Hooten's got to start. I think Pat Hooten alone makes that little bit of difference. That player dropping in gives it, gives an outlet to the lads in the wing. I think it could be ideal for Tullock. I really think if Pat Hooban's playing, I think it allows Tullock to win. If you had McCourt back, would you be tempted to move Muller out to the right and maybe play Davis further up? 
considering we yeah, have well, got can, to yeah, considering right. it's not really like for some reason Rhino Kane's not getting a run at it, and I think Archie Davis tonight done himself no harm going forward. He definitely like, done himself mm-hmm. no harm whatsoever. Um, I still think Muller as a defensive player is better, um, but yeah, Archie Davis could be an option. Yeah, Flano's right. I mean, like. There's never been a more a need for Pat Hoopin now. And like, like we've been in the shit over the last couple of seasons. But I mean the game that's in it, I mean, even if you if you're going even if you're going to UCD, we're gonna need him. You know, like yeah. it was a random well, listen, like, every like, game Leicester Cup that. game, but he's gotta start. He's gotta start. even if you only get even if you're saying right, Pat, go out and give us 45 minutes and we'll take you over half time. If that's mm-hmm. what it takes. But I don't think this coming on, bringing him on. I don't, I don't, I don't like there's players who are better off the bench, absolutely, especially especially in, in a loud derby like that. Yeah. Because you know, Kevin will have the other, you know, the boys well drilled, of can't give them an inch on this. That you know, you if you're not, I think if you don't start strong there, I'd be worried, yeah, that if if you allow Draw to stay in the game, like I, we've seen it so many times last year, that once. Trotter was given a chance to stay in a game. They find a way of getting something out of that game. Yeah. And 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 the other times, if they were, you know, put out of it early enough, that seemed to be, you know, them in the game. But we just so far this year just don't find a way of killing teams. And yeah. that'd be and that, that'd be my. Right. Yeah, you've got to be ruthless. You've got to be. You know, like, and it doesn't matter. How, we're at the stage where it doesn't matter how to play. I don't. I don't care possession. I don't like. Doesn't like. It's goals. It's getting goals. Getting three points on the board. And Pat Hoover is vital for that. It's it's obvious that he's vital for that because we can't. He's probably as influential as Gary Deegan is the other side. Absolutely. And uh, you know, you know, Dale Rooney. You know, they've got plenty of firepower in there, and that'd be that'd be your fear, wouldn't it? That they they they, if you allow Gary Deegan to dictate the game, he will do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we need Pat to be doing the exact same. The far side is, yeah. you know, if he's there and he's pulling defenders left, right, and center, and creating space elsewhere, because we still really haven't seen the benefits. And and you know, we've seen this a lot for um, Ryan O'Kane last year. Was when Pat came in, he pulled big, strong central defenders over. That when we ping the ball in around the back. Suddenly there was space for, for yeah. Ryan O'Kane to get in behind. It, it, you know, Tulloch seems a more complete player. Like you'd love to see him having that freedom in behind because we, he, he's not getting the benefits of a Dundalk system right now, yet he still scored four goals. So if we could get Pat fit and consistently playing, you'd like to think he'd bring, like like Flano just said there, he brings so much more around with him. Um, and that, like, and, and even, that could be the key for to to unlock this season for us. Yeah, and when and when they signed Tullock, they were probably thinking, right, this lad can probably link up perfectly. So when when you've got that Huben, whether it's Rhino Kane out right, you know, obviously Dan Kelly was probably maybe the, the favorite yeah. right there on the right, but that link plays is so vital. Like, like John had said, Pat Huben gives you so much more than just a centre forward. He, he comes in. He, He's like an attacking midfielder. I mean, that's that's it's it's an extra midfielder in the box, and he can come down, distribute the ball, and be back in the box. You know, yeah. and that's the difference. That's that's what you're going to need. You're going to need someone to absolutely run the centre half right at, yeah. at, at uh, park. to and create that, space. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think Tullock will be the making of Tullock if he can play like he did tonight with Pat Hoop and play on the right hand side. Mm. 
it'd be the making of it, I think. Yeah, like like you know, Patsy even just commenting there that he yeah. plays best receiving the ball is back to goal. And I don't, I, well, I don't want to be saying just saying, oh well, I mean the lads are useless, but Pat Hooban is yeah. such a key player, and I don't think like a Pat Hooban played in another. But there's league not another player team. like him in the league. No, and and if he went and played with Shamrock Rovers, they probably wouldn't miss him as much. But that the way that and dog team is, the way they're set up to play, it's vital that he plays. Like like I keep saying, seventy percent of them, like. You, you, you've got to get him on. He's got to start games, put players under the cosh, run them ragged, so then whoever comes on, they're too tired to deal with. And yeah, you know, that's that's the power. Like all going well, that's what we're looking for next next Friday night. Yeah. Um. Well, look, we'll we'll have a look and see where we lie with everything here. So if we have a look at the table, um, from ourselves here. Hopefully, I just seen up. that comment from Flano. Thanks, John. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Fano. I, I seen you. Only, only, your... am, am I, am I the only, who was the last Irish international to come on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, both stay in the lead. Jesus, everything's falling on me here. Um, both stay in top of. And, and the, this, is what I, this is what I was talking about. That, see that Bose? Like, yeah. Like they're so, it's not that they're so far ahead, but that little yeah. sitting at the top there, it's just a disaster for us because it just pings us a little bit down. Well, it's funny when you look straight after Bulls, Bulls in 24 and Derry 19, Shamrock Rovers 18, and Pat 17. These were three teams that are apparently struggling this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like second, we third, and fourth. We were talking about uh, Rovers at the start with two points between them. Yeah, the abuse, like that video of Sean Hall, at, at, at the abuse they were getting online from fans. And like, yeah, that just goes to show how a couple of games can change it. And that's what we're looking for. That the doll team are now going to have to go on a little bit of a run. I mean, it's not like a miles off. But yep. everybody around us is similar, and that's what that's what we need to be watching for. It's not like we're three or four points ahead of the next person behind us. Yep. You know, it's, look, Shamrock Rovers is similar. The last yeah. five games, four wins and a draw. You know, yeah. the, that's the run you got to you got to play. Pat's had that previously as well, and just shows where you can go back the, up. The red, the red, the red dots for us. That means we're on fire, is it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, sure. That's a, that's obviously what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, after that, Gally, is there just a little bit of a gap? Like, if you look at Shelburne fifth, um, after their point tonight, we move up to six, 13 points. Sligo, 16 points. Draw to six, um, or 13 points, should I say. Um, we're 13 points. Sligo, 13 points. And draw to 13 points. Is there a little lower tier table starting to form there that you don't want to be part of? Well, I think after next week, there could be. I mean, there's still, you, you, you well, it's Sligo, UCD tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah, and if they like, if Sligo were to win, we're all UCD fans, right? Worst case scenario, um, worst case scenario, draw had to beat us. I mean, you've got that. That's it. Is like that the worst? That'll be the worst week in a long mm-hmm. time, you know, since you know the Yanks were here. You know, Philippe would that tell you that because I mean UCD and Cork. I look. I I wouldn't worry about that kind of. They've got their own wee mini thing going on there. But if if, if results go out the wrong way for us, I mean, you're you're really looking at. You know, and you got to pick, and it's UCD we're playing then, and UCD last year. We all know what happened in there last season as well. Um, it's just a real. You, we're probably two games away from being sucked into that really that depths that dead that den of iniquity that you don't want to be in, and that's the real worrying thing. Draw that couldn't have came at a better time, in my opinion. Now we could be sitting here last week, next week, and yeah. Steph will come on and say couldn't have came at a worse time. But yeah. you know, I think this is the game we want. This is the exact. I hate saying the word kickstart, but I really need to stop saying that. But this is this match has to be lit underneath our arse next Friday night, and that's this is the game for us. And if they, if they can't get yeah. themselves up for it, you know, they're going to be disappointed tonight. They're going to be fuming with the, you know an extra man. 
but they're up against a decent uh, Shelbourne team. But they've got to they've got to hit the ground running next week, and you know anybody that's half fit, get get them on the field. Yeah, yeah, Um like I, I suppose when you look at at the others, I mean Derry Pats, someone has to take points there. Bowes will probably win at UCD. You would have thought so that stems kind of steamrolling away again, um, and. Shamrock Rovers, Sligo Rovers, like, like, do you start looking for people to start doing your favours here now? Is, is yeah, it, I mean, would be the real worry? Yeah, that's like, I mean, we're at that stage already where we need a couple of favours. You know, we're only, yeah. what are we, 12, 11 games in, is it? Yeah. Um, and that's really not what you want. You're just a third of the way through. And that's like, I, I don't think, I don't think we're at the stage, I don't think we're at the panic button stage yet. But I mean, mm. I said here, I said here after, I can't remember what game it was, it was about three games ago. And I said, if we're still talking about the same shit yep. in three, three or four games, like, and here we are, we're, we're the next week's the fourth game. Oh, it's, it's just, well, yeah, well, that little, like you had said, the best way to describe it is you don't want to get into that little mini league down at the bottom. That little pocket that's there, you got to get yourself out of that. Regardless of, you know, how high you want to go, you need to just get that little run out of the way, that little kind of what's holding them back. A couple of points on the board, you know, you've drawn a UCD. I don't remember the third game, um, but draw the UCD. You know, nice, nice. We like even, you'd probably even take four, four points. But I mean, six. You've got to be looking for six all the way. Yeah, got to be. Yeah. Got to be. No, I think I think we look. We've we we we've got to start. We we like Skip can take the, the positive is two games unbeaten, yeah. but you've got to start getting the points on the board now. Is yeah. is, is probably the, the key thing, especially with the likes of Pat back, Benson back. You know, you, you kind of you're you're hoping that that's the catalyst to, to to really kick on and start doing something in it. Uh, Gally, we're probably at this stage now wrapping up, but yeah, you just want to do a quick little announcement, is that right? Yeah, we got we had a uh, I seen it, it took over my Instagram feed a couple of uh, a couple of nights ago. It was the uh, it's a rally. I, I just want to get the name right. It's rally around Ru- for Ruby, and it was uh, it was sent to us on a on a, a link, but I had already shared it. Everybody was sharing it that day and. I just kind of read into it, so it, it's a there's a GoFundMe page set up just to give the backstory on it. They're raising funds. Um, it's for Ruby Casey Mulligan, and she has a rare auto. I just want to get this right before I, you know because it's a diagnosis. It's a rare auto uh, inflammatory condition that requires constant immunosuppression. So I would like immunosuppression. I'm not on the same level. Immunosuppression. Myself and your brother-in-law, John, I would know all about that kind of. I know how difficult it is. So. Um, they're looking to raise funds for medication, stuff like that. All the details are on their Facebook page. It's called, it's for it's Rally Around Ruby. So if you can get onto the GoFundMe, we'll put the link up on the Town End podcast tonight. Yeah. We'll put it up on Instagram and we'll put it up on Twitter as well. So if you can get on, anybody that's watching, any Town Enders, get on, have a read of it. When it comes to like, you know, GoFundMe, especially, you know, there's lots of GoFundMe's around, but when it's, when it's children and kids in particular, yeah, you know, if we can get on, give them a hand. You know, um, they were kind enough to get private messages, and we said we give them a shout out on the podcast. And look, at, if we can, if we can do it in a small way, a couple of euro, any spare change, just send it in, um, and yeah. you can read all the details there, and you know about Ruby and what what it's all about. And look, any help would be more, really, really, really appreciated from our shots. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think that's the one thing. Um, Dundalk, in particular, you know, yeah, Dundalk FC fans are, are, are excellent at doing. You know, we think of. Many many initiatives over the time with 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 Sonia and Zoe Murphy and stuff like that. They they were always very good at rallying in behind the cause, um, and I suppose from our own point of view as well, just to say thank you. You know our um, recent 
2023 shirt um, shop has just closed. Um, we reached a milestone that we that we were hoping to reach on that, uh, and it's going to make sure that there's um, some well needed funds going back to um, Dundalk Village in Uganda, which is going to put a whole school through its semester. Um, so that's well, all yeah. for thanks to the people um, and the Terran Enders who, who follow us here. So from, from ourselves, and I know we, we'll have Donald Green on um, in, in due course as well. So just from, from the bottom of our hearts as well, um, thanks so much for everyone who, who was able to get um, on board with that. Um, Look, Gally, uh, I suppose we, we we'll go again next week, as they as they <laughs> say. Um, but a big thank you to to our sponsors, to to Donald Green and Sunnock Village for our overall sponsorship of the podcast. To uh, Vinny and all the guys down in Tony's Pizzeria for our uh, Man of the Match competition, um, and of course Player Fit, who helped with the design, Carl in particular, and um, for our. Um, look, I I have it on this 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 week. <laughs> This one, damn it, <laughs> these backwards cameras. <laughs> um, so all the guys at Player Fit as well for helping us out with that. And I'm sure, um, as per usual, um, in the next few weeks, we'll we'll start to see the jerseys arrive. So look, anyone, when when you do a guy, just, you know, tag us in your picture, get it up on social. Let yourself, he's in. Yeah, we might have a week competition or something. Give we, uh, maybe an extra pizza and a bag of chips for the best picture. Well, I, I nipped it the video today for for me. Uh, for a pizza for the kids and he said I've ordered a few there so I think Vinny's going to be doing his own little competition with oh, our shirt yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, over the coming weeks as well so do do keep an eye out for that and we'll we'll be right in behind it next up for ourselves is allowed Derby like Gally just said it has to be you know three points is a must in this um, let's make sure that we're still the pride of County Loud after it all and you know, if we can if we can get back in and, and pat amongst the goals, what what a weekend that would be. Uh Gally, thank you so much for all your chats tonight and thank you everybody no for all your interaction as well. Uh until next week, I suppose come on the town. <laughs>